A quarter of a century after its premiere, Oscar Kiteley's play Dawn Raids about the injustice of the 1970s government crackdown on overstays is being reimagined. The incident was still a relatively recent memory when Dawn Raids was first performed, reliving the pain inflicted on those Pacifica families who were ripped apart by the early morning raids on their homes. I asked the director of the latest production of the play, Troy Tuua, who's Samoan Kiwi, how much he knew about the infamous Dawn Raids growing up. Very, very, very little. Um, was not taught to me in schools or had not known about it during um, intermediate and in primary. It wasn't until about... Um, drama school, it came to drama school, we had an uh, end-of-year production, and it was Dawn Raids, um, this actual script, Dawn Raids by Oscar Kiteley. So, and that's only the only time I really started learning about the, the raids that happened in the 70s. So, um, yeah, I had very little knowledge, but from then till now, you know, I had seen the uh, TV series as well as the apologies and um, just having discussions with uh, the Polynesian Panthers, and, and, and that's how I started to learn more about the Dawn Raids. So, it was very little um, starting up knowing about the raids. I was watching the trailer that's been produced where some of your cast were talking about watching the videos of the time, the news coverage of the time, and clearly it really was hurtful, it was really painful and a degree of anger too. I mean, how do you see that time in our history? How, what does it mean to you personally? Oh, it, it, it means a lot. And um, definitely, um, you know, all PIs are connected by the ocean. And when one is affected, it affects all of us. And um, and hearing the voices of those people who had gone through that, that tragedy, we feel it. And we, we, we know that those are our parents, those are our ancestors, those are our grandparents. Um, and we feel it in some sort of way, maybe small or maybe big, some of us uh uh, really rooted into our into our culture and um, like myself, um, you know, being Samoan um, and having these Samoan testimonies come forward and talking about um, the raids that happened at dawn and it's it's like, damn, it feels so close to home and it is because it was our people. It was literally myself being dragged out of the bed at six in the morning or early morning and, you know, woken up with flashing lights and barking dogs and all that stuff. So um, it's, it hits very close to home. And it's every time you hear someone that's been through it, you just connect straight away because it's like, man, that's our people. That's us. We they had gone through this. And uh, so this story is really important to be told um, for our people the and, right way. And that's right. And never forgotten too. I mean, as you mentioned before, yeah. there've been apologies and documentaries and TV series. Perhaps we'd like to think that attitudes have changed but still of course no room for complacency and is that I guess part of the importance of a play like Dawn Raids to keep it within our consciousness in our face to make sure that this can never be allowed to happen again Oh, that's absolutely right like this should never have happened and should never happen again and the way to keep on our tails is making sure people are educated making sure that we are holding people accountable for the actions and uh so it's not going to be swept under the carpet and wait another 50 years for apologies it's like no let's act on it now and let's voice it now and uh so yeah so we may move forward together rather than some for those who haven't had the chance to see oscar's play dawn raids what is the the story who are the family um that he's telling the story of here uh, it's based on a family called the Tapiri family and um, yeah, a, a family living in Ponsonby at the time. And um, they have well invested into their church and they have uh, someone from the choir who stays from stays behind and falls in love with uh, their son Sione. Um, and 
that she was staying here illegally. Um, so they were hiding her from, you know, from, from the law. But this brings a lot of conflict into the family because some are against it, some are for it, trying to protect her. Some are like, no, you're bringing trouble to our family. Get rid of her. So, so there's a lot of families going head to head with each other. And um, there's some way that, it, as well as in the law, there's a cop that um, who was of Samoan descent that was trying to abide by his culture and his people as well as abide by the law. So he's split in between the two and he's a good friend of his family. So he's, you know, trying to warn them about, hey, get rid of the girl. We're going to come raid the house in the morning. So so he's torn by the two, trying to help them but at the same time do what he's, you know, uh, been trained for. So, and so it just leaves everyone in a chaotic mess and they don't know what to do to protect or to dob someone in or so. It's just full of you know, dramas as well as uh, stories that they relate so much to us because it's these stories that are that Oscar has written are are all true. All these texts that are on the page are all true. He did a year of in uh, of uh, studying, trying to grab all these stories and he collect them together, and uh, so it just feels close, so close to home because um, they're not just made up words. We are actually speaking words of actual people. So we always trying to find in the rehearsal space and honoring these uh, these people and making sure come opening night we'd be ready to uh, to play the truth. Troy, as the director of a play that is so um, well known, well studied now, and and very much respected, how far? are you going with your interpretation? Because you have to stamp your mark on it. You are the director. This is now 2022. The play's been around for 25 years. So what will we see from you that perhaps hasn't been seen before on stage with Dawn Raids? I guess without spilling the the beans, but I I, I do work uh, outside the box, I would say. You know, I've worked with a lot of device scripts and I work with um, massive ensembles so um i guess with this seven hander um having an ensemble is 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 already a, a stamp of my mark and trademark and bringing in um real people to to be at the bar scenes to be at the officers or police officers or raids or whatever you know myself i do not like blackouts so i try ways where the attention can go somewhere and we marry it into that scene and it flows to the next scene so it's a challenging, but yeah, it'll be an awesome challenge and it's going really well at the moment. So, yeah. That's a good sign. I think music is a really crucial part of this production. I mean, looking at your background, you've been involved with dance theatre and, as you say, these big productions. And you've got a live band uh, that we'll be seeing at the uh, the Paradise Honeypot Club, right? Absolutely. You've got Poss in, in, in the team. They will be working the band and uh, they're working so well in marrying this 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 story together they're like the glue to the story and we don't want to give the audience time to check their phones when you know when there's a a transition happening or uh, you know it's it's the music will keep them engaged right through and uh, i can't wait for the audience to hear that and and feel it and yeah the music is number one it's not always of course um possible for a director to talk to the playwright have you had conversations with oscar Yep, he had popped in uh, in one of the rehearsals, uh, probably second week of rehearsals, and I had a little chat with him. And um, he's so open; he's so open for me to to do what as as I please with it, and which is not many writers will allow that sort of license. But so yeah, I, I'm not as 
anxious when I first had the script. I said, okay, I've got to do it um, this way, this way, this way. But he was like, hey, you got the young mind. You're, you're the master behind this project and you lead and just, just do as you please. But in the back of my head, I still need to honor the script and making sure that I don't change scenes or, or add lines or take lines out because, you know, so yeah, it's, it's the conversation with him. Uh, he said it helped settle me when going into the rehearsals. How have you enjoyed, you and your cast enjoyed being transported to the 70s? And I was just thinking about the TV series, The Panthers. I mean, that was so well done. I mean, well scripted, well acted. The look also, I mean, I, I remember the 70s. I'm a lot older, so I was transported back. But, you know, for your cast, of course, a different time. Has that been kind of fun? I know you're, you're dealing with very deep, painful issues here, but also for us, it's very retro now. Yeah, well, I guess the cast are enjoying their, their cheese cutter hats and and leather jackets and jean jean jackets and all that stuff. So it, it's it's cool. It it transports us back to the seventies. It, it it helps us in a way because it helps us really embody these characters and making sure that we are walking in the shoes and wearing the clothing of these characters and making sure when we deliver we're going to live and breathe and making sure the audience will go holy. I actually felt like I was in the seventies. So. Yeah, it's it's fun. I guess it's fun. You know, we coming in with our Adidas jackets and and shoes and Nike shoes and all that. But when we're in the you know in the scenes and rehearsal, it's like whoa, we transported into the seventies, back into the seventies. So yeah, it's it's fun seeing that. More fun than living it, I have to tell you, in terms of fashion. Um, the, con- <laughs> the the conversations that you're hoping that this production will generate is that your hope that people will leave and they will have learnt. But are you hoping also that there'll be conversations from it well absolutely i hope it'll give people the courage and confidence to speak up when racism comes about or and just knowing hopefully give the young ones an an opportunity to go cool i I do belong here whether i'm a minority in in a group it's like no you you belong there regardless um you're there for purpose and we are all here for purpose and if they can leave here or after watching the show, feeling like a sense of belonging or some sort of pride um, in them, in their self, in their ethnicity, in their culture, I think that will be a, a bonus for me. Director Troy Tua, whose interpretation of Dawn Raids for the Auckland Theatre Company, opens at the ASB Waterfront Theatre in Tamaki Makoto on August 16th.